0: Hello there, and thank you for tuning in to episode two of the No Notions podcast. My name is Nadia Sackney, and I'm a wannabe singer/slash actress. And while I'm waiting for Hollywood to call, I'm a radio presenter.
1: <laughs> Hello, my name is Fiona, and my main aim in life is trying to keep my kids alive and trying to spread the positive vibes. There you go, the two of us in a nutshell
0: so here we are fiona episode two
1: we've made it we've
0: made it we've broken the camel's back (laughs) because we spent so much time talking about the podcast it is so nice that we can actually say episode two
1: We're doing it. We're doing it. Um, We are in the throes.
0: We're in the throes and loving it. Um, Thanks for all the positive feedback so far. It's been so nice to get. And we've got some really interesting kind of throwback topics for you. If you don't know, mm. I present a show called School Anthems, which is all about playing music from the 80s, 90s and eighties, And it's always trying to get the person who's listening to reminisce about their school days. and Playing
1: out the disco tunes on a Saturday night in Limerick City. Yeah. That's and it.
0: And County. And County. And it got me thinking when I saw an article that, do you remember they brought ABBA back to do like in a hologram form and you oh, could pay yeah. to see them perform Yeah, um, but they weren't actually there so they're doing that with Elvis Presley now next and I was thinking which I have in the past when you talk about those amazing artists that are no longer with us and we've lost some fairly epic male legends like we had Prince, we had George Michael and we also had Michael Jackson and for me I would have loved to have seen Michael Jackson in concert. And I remember working with a guy and he saw him up in Dublin. He came, I think, in the 90s. And I said, oh, my God, was he amazing? And the guy I was working with was like, yeah, he was absolutely incredible. He said I would have, like, paid for three tickets mm-hmm. to see him. Now, I know that before Michael Jackson died, he was doing this kind of a comeback anniversary tour. He was about
1: to do another tour and then he died. And yeah. then he died. Yeah.
0: And he was 50, I think. And But a very shook. Like, I was even worried for him that, mm. you know that he might be quite frail. He wasn't right yeah. No, he wasn't right. As we know, he was being like doped to the nines. Mm. But that was one artist that I would have loved, loved to have seen. And like I grew up with him and it was just, it was the whole, I guess, idea of there was a backstory about him and it was the persona he created, the white glove, the dance moves, all of the like Quincy Jones and himself worked together and like their music was amazing. So I would love to have seen Michael Jackson like one time. Do you do you have that
1: kind of one person or one band or? Well, actually, just about Michael Jackson, he played in Cork as well. Did he? Back in the 1980s. Yeah, it was like it was an epic gig. So you weren't even born then, Fiona, so there's no (laughs) way you could have seen him back then. (laughs) Well, I would have been very young. Yeah. But I remember one of my mum's friends asking my mum, did she bring us to see Michael Jackson? And my mom was like, "No, of course I didn't bring them to a pop concert. God's sake, they were they were too young." And I remember my mom's friend saying, "Sheila." children are deprived. But <laughs> by not seeing Michael yeah, Jackson. by not seeing Michael Jackson. Wow. But it was, it was, it was like, apparently the concert was absolutely epic. But yes, the question you asked me was if I could bring somebody back to life.
0: Like, what is, there, is there anyone that has sadly passed on? It could be from any era, even like ones you might have seen. in. Does l- it have to be
1: a singer? No. Okay, Marilyn Monroe. Oh, good one. Yeah. <laughs> because I was thinking if she was alive today, What way would she be treated by the world? I mean, she was just an inspiration to so many women like there's so many women now. I mean, you look at Madonna, Mm -hmm. totally inspired by Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, she was plus size, size 16 and gorgeous smile. Never taken seriously, Mm -hmm. you know, and if she was alive today, would she be a Britney Spears? Do you know what I mean? What age would she be if she was alive today? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I don't know, actually. God, she'd probably be over 100, like. Oh, would she? Okay. Like she would, wouldn't oh, she? Yeah. I don't know. She I was like a 1950s, She was, was she in her 20s when she sang, she sang Happy
0: Birthday? John F. Kennedy. Yeah, was she that in her was
1: 20s? the 1960s.
0: Though? Okay, and she died yeah. when she was like 30, I think. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she was kind of an enigma, I think, as well. Mm-hmm. I think what a lot of men probably liked, she had that kind of mysterious, didn't give away too much, probably. And yeah. there wasn't that social media and that kind of, insane interest Mm. in celebrities that there is now where you know they're like dangerously intrusive but that's a really good one (laughs) I like
1: that one I did I was uh, the, the other one that I would be interested in would be Johnny Cash Okay, you were saying that I'm. I'm wondering, was Johnny Cash one of those virtual reality people? The same like ABBA? Was there a virtual reality concert of Johnny Cash? I suppose just the reenactment of his movies. Yeah. But, uh, and he was
0: great one. with that. In yeah. like, or like, he wasn't great. But the film that fucking Phoenix and Reese Witherspoon mm. did together was a real. Because you know, obviously, if you don't live through that era, and you get to see it through yeah. a modern take on it, yeah, uh, or with modern actors. It gives you an insight into their lives and yeah. how like like everything in life, the picture perfect thing that you see in the magazines and that the awards show isn't what's going on behind the scenes. You see, that's but the thing,
1: like like Amy Winehouse. Mm hmm. Like if you were to bring her back to life, mm-hmm. she'd probably say to you, what are you doing? I want to be dead. Leave me alone. Do you know what I mean? Oh, that's terrible. That's an ass- I, mean, I know I'm making an assumption now, but I actually saw her playing live. OK. I was at Oxygen mm-hmm. many, many years ago. Not giving away my age now, but she—I remember looking at her on the stage, thinking, knowing that this was a historic occasion to be able to see her playing live because she was a mess on the stage, and that was like back in the two thousands, mm. back in the noughties, and I—you just knew that there wasn't much yeah. left in her. Do you know what I mean? Well,
0: maybe instead of her not wanting to be. Realized. Maybe she would say, I like that
1: phrase, realized.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's probably so grammatically incorrect, but she might say, I wish I'd never met Peter Doherty. Isn't that who kind of led her down? Mm. She probably had issues too, but yeah, now you got me thinking about like all types of amazing characters when you said Amy Winehouse like mm. there's so many that like yeah. we've lost too soon Kurt Cobain
1: um, there, there was a load of them died at the didn't Amy Winehouse and Kurt Cobain both die at the same age was it 25 or 26?
0: Yeah wasn't there a thing about a load of them at one time dying before mm. they got to 30? Yeah It was
1: like some, a thing like, like, like River Phoenix
0: didn't he also die or just before he was 30 there was loads yeah. of those kind of yeah. famous people that didn't quite make it
1: Hey, how's it going? 27. Between 1969 and 1971, four massive musical artists all passed away in their 27th year. Jimi Hendrix, Brian Jones of the Rolling Stones, Janis Joplin and Jim Morrison from The Doors, all hugely talented artists who all died aged 27. It wasn't until Kurt Cobain from Nirvana took his own life in 1994 when the urban myth of the 27 Club became the popular zeitgeist. Then in 2011, Amy Winehouse was reported dead, age 27, which is when the whole 27 Club concept blew up all over again. So that's the 27 Club.
0: Um, and speaking of you, when you say Kirk Cobain, it just throws me right back to my school days because his band obviously was Nirvana. Yeah. And when I was in school, um, I was friends with some very cool girls who had very cool musical taste. You're going to get them all to listen to this podcast. I, shout out to my girlfriend. to my girlfriend from secondary school because I remember I was like my parents weren't. Well, my dad is Moroccan, so he was into like that type of music, which, you know, I didn't understand. And I had a very distinctive sound and my mum wasn't really into that much music so I had to it was self-discovery of music through whatever was being played on the radio I remember falling in love the likes of Celine Dion, Raya Carey, Boys to Men, uh, Take That and the Spice Girls and Mm -hmm. I remember one of my friends um, would be at her house and she'd be playing the Beatles or like No Doubt or uh, Smashing Pumpkins. And I'd be like, what in God's name kind of music are you playing? And she's like, they're the Beatles. I said, I don't care who they are. I said, they're no Spice Girls. They're no Backstreet Boys. And the girls used to be wetting themselves going, oh my God, you are so uncultivated. Because I just couldn't. For me, and if you know school anthems and my music choice, I love a good rhythmic beat. And like Smashing Pumpkins, Nirvana, Oasis, Blur. All on my do not like list. Really? You all don't of like them. Blur
1: or Oasis? No. Now,
0: I don't mind Blur's song too.
1: Anything oh, else? Oh, man, it's brilliant. Nothing.
0: Um, Oasis oh, no, detested them. Um, and so I was into all those kind of bands. Really? Meanwhile, my friends were into like the cool ones. But I was like, yeah. I don't want to be cool. I just want to be able to vibe, to tune and to, to move and to, you know, have rhythm. Well, I feel now like I feel you know, like you were one of those cool girls who had a real eclectic kind of deep and meaningful type of
1: music. <laughs> well, no, actually, I, in all honesty, I think it's possibly because I'm at this age now that I realize that the really cool people are the people that believe in their own taste in music. Okay. When I first joined Facebook, I remember all my Facebook friends voted me. There was like a voting thing. And I was voted as worst taste in music. And oh. I actually took that as a compliment. It was like, yes, I have a certain taste in music. I'm guessing it wasn't Pavarotti or any of those types that you read to Canua. No, I'm only joking. No, no, I'd like, I would definitely err to blur over Oasis. Okay. But I love all kinds of music. I just, I love all of it. Like, I remember when I was younger, I think one of my first albums that I was actually given as a birthday present was Madonna. Wow. And just listened to it on repeat the whole time. I love Madonna. And other people say to me, oh, Madonna's stupid. I hate her. I'm like, no. Which is Another, cool. yeah. So speaking of the
0: first albums you bought because I remember my distinctly I worked and saved and saved for my, for my first CD player and albums. What was your first album that you actually saved for and went out and
1: bought? Can you remember? Well, actually, you just reminded me. So I went with my friend into town and she told me Oh Pearl Jam! You have to get Pearl Jam. It's they're brilliant. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to get Pearl Jam. I'm going to listen to it. And she pointed out, listen to this track. It's really cool and loved it. But it was one Pearl Jam album, right? Yeah. And then a few weeks later, we met up with a bunch of guys that my friend knew, and we were all like hanging out and chatting. And there was one really good looking guy, and he was like, Oh, you know what kind of music you into? And I was like, Oh yeah, I'm really into Pearl Jam. (laughs) It's really cool. And then the song came on and everyone was singing along to it. And I was like, why does everyone know this song? What song is this? And your man goes, it's Pearl Jam. <laughs> five
0: Pew! Oh, world! Yeah. Pick up! <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh my god, that's sweet. That's and it a great was story. like, it, now, like, years later, I know the song. It's the one, Jeremy, that song, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my god, that yeah. is
0: hilarious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're world crashing so quickly, you're doing so well, and all of a sudden, that oh, stop <laughs> And I was doing really well with that guy as well. He was like, all chat Yeah, yeah. Really cool, and then, like,
0: oh. It went no further. What, yeah. And what he was a secondary school kind of age? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, because I remember I got to an age where my, So my dad used to give me money To go into town To meet my friends on a Saturday And we'd have enough I can't remember what it was But to go to the cinema And buy the smash hits magazine yeah. And I remember I was saying to him I'd like a, a CD player And blah, blah, And I was 15 at the time he was like Well there's nothing stopping you From getting a part time job So I was like Alright, yeah I can do that So I went knocking in my village at home in Adair on the doors. And I remember meeting Mary from the Arches and she was like, oh, I'll give you a summer job. And she did and I had a great summer season working there. And I had enough money to buy the most swankiest pioneer hi-fi set. And the two albums I bought were Garth Brooks' Greatest Hits. Yeah. And the Dirty <laughs> Dancing soundtrack.
1: Oh, that's and brilliant. I
0: remember my neighbours, there was two guys uh, my age that I went to school with and all they had heard about was a CD player because every other CD player on the market, you press the eject button and the little slide thing came out. Yeah, My one sucked it in and little lights blinked Ooh, as it was pulling it in fancy. and registering. So everyone was coming over and then the lads then were kind of going, and that's the music you bought to play in your very swanky new heartbreak <laughs> and also Michael Bolton sorry yeah you'll you learn about my musical taste Michael yeah. Bolton Michael Bolton I thought I was going oh to marry yeah yeah but um, but yeah so that, they were my first two albums so yeah <laughs> it wasn't very um cultured when it came to my musical taste
1: well no like be true to yourself and your music selection yes and I am
0: because obviously yeah. I'm dispelling this to you now so I'm proud yeah. of my musical choice but I don't know whether you had this with your girlfriends but there was enough of us that there was five and the Spice Girls obviously were five
1: five. and take that was five
0: yeah but obviously we couldn't look like want to take that so we're yeah, okay for that yeah but you had to
1: pick one of the five of take that oh, for yes. boyfriend oh like. yes Mark yeah.
0: Owen Mark um, Owen
1: <laughs> so anyway Robbie Williams no I of oh, course you'd have to <laughs> go for the coolest for one of the band members oh stop um, his documentary was so disappointing I know, though he's very, very very deep very feeling all sorry for himself yeah, like that, I'm married now anyway I'm off the market yeah, yeah, yeah the even market. if he came calling yeah. now you're like to sorry late, Robbie, not I've interested
0: those of us who had black or dark hair all wanted to be of course posh yeah. And the fights, with, and because I was a bit sallow and I had curly-ish <laughs> hair at the time Oh no Who did I get saddled with? Scary Spice Yes oh. And I was like, Curls, that's not fair Like that's so not fair Like just because I'm brown skinned doesn't make me automatically scary And I'm not scary, which I probably was to a lot of the boys <laughs> oh no. at the time Because I was like so sure of myself But I'm quite loud <laughs> Some things never change But I remember the fights used to be like it's quite having. bitchy Oh my and it's God. like, because what you used to do was the dance moves, you see. We'd had to, we'd all practice and, and be doing the dance. And you get
1: lumped into being and scary And i get sponge. lumped. And I remember the other she girl. She was the coolest. No, well,
0: yeah, but we just wanted to be part. And I think at the time she might have been at the start stage of her relationship with David Beckham. So it was like the whole package that like if you were her... Yeah, and it's so sad when you look back at it now because it's like you're just imitating somebody, get over it. But at the time it got bitter. It's like, I'm gonna be here next week if we're gonna be doing this again, like because we all the dance moves and everything. If you could just like take a little travel back in time machine just to mm. see how, like, do you know what it I was know. it was a nice
1: time because I was the biggest guess which
0: spice girl I was? at <laughs> uh, Jerry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and how I'm did only
0: you guess? I'm only saying that because of your hair. Were you, <laughs> well, have you always been kind of auburny? y
1: Yeah, yeah, I would have been. Yeah, like I mean, I'm naturally bruny. It, and I'd say you're a bit was ginger. ginger spice. Yeah. yeah, I'd Sexy say that you, yeah, you're yeah, you a bit of a ginger nut. I'd say, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was good times
0: and life yeah. was so simple. Imagine that. They, yeah. were, they were the only things we had to worry about was which Spice Girl. Which and then, of course, girl, yeah. which, as you mentioned, take that member we you mm. going to marry. Did you remember the Smashes magazine? The way you could oh, pull yeah. out. Yeah, the centrepiece yeah. was always a poster. A poster. Mm. And I remember having to take that on my walls and then Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, yeah. And I, I remember yeah. thinking when I get married, like I didn't really aspire like for the whole married and settling down. As my intro says, I did have dreams and hopes of being an actress and singer. Yeah. So I was living in that la-la land in the clouds. And so I was like, I'm going to one day like marry a Brad
1: Pitt type. Well, there was one of my friends was absolutely obsessed with Jason Orange. And I don't think there was anyone else in <laughs> she, the whole she world who was obsessed with Jason <laughs> yeah. Orange, right? But there was one really cool thing that she pointed out one day. Like I say now, obsessed. Right. right OK. But she showed us in the calendar that Jason can be spelt out in July, August, September, October, November spells Jason. So she used to go through the calendars and mark out Think about it July, J August, A, S, September. Oh, just those months. Oh, October in November. Right. And what will she do? just obsessively going through the calendar and marking out Jason Orange like it was just like her connection with Jason Orange was she knew this thing with the calendar (laughs) Oh my god although
0: I did have an obsession my mum says she found diaries that I had where I'd get into a TV show like Baywatch at the time or something and I would write all the character names and beside them their real names. Did you do that too? Baywatch (gasps) that slow
1: motion run. We used to all want to be her. Yeah Oh my god! And all the
0: boys had her. Like my, I remember, my neighbors had Pamela up on the wall. And you're like, sure, how can the rest of us have any know. hopes of getting a dude when we you're looking at with
1: her? Like, as yeah. you're like.
0: Pin, Everyone you know, was pin obsessed.
1: Up. I remember being in primary school actually, and one of the girls was like, "I dreamt I was CJ last night. I flicked my hair, and my hair was blonde, and my like her hair was naturally black. Oh, we were like as children in primary school, yeah, fantasizing about being like CJ from yeah. Baywatch. It was amazing. Guy. It was such a phenomenon,
0: and it was fun at the time. It did seem dramatic and like they were doing real life-saving work. And like they had reruns there lately. And came on, there was nothing. I said off oh, for a laugh. I put this on. I was like, oh my God. The cheesiness. Of the it. cheesiness. The sl- and even like the storylines yeah. were a bit like fickle. And everything was a bit like airy fairy. Yeah. And I was like, wow. And we like, we were invested. Invested. In this program and invested in the car, I suppose maybe it was a it was a side of the times that you were invested in the characters as well. Because mm-hmm. I had a crush on David Hasselhoff's son. Simpler
1: Times, Nadia. Simpler, Simpler Times again. Simpler. We had nothing else to watch. No, like, that was Home and Away Neighbours. and was watch. on on a Saturday, and that was what you watched. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, did you ever watch oh my
0: god, this is so like nerdy? Sequest DSV. Because I had a crush on the young fella. Oh, Actually, all god. the programs that had a young fella I had a, so like on Star Trek The Next Generation dr beverly's son yeah i had a crush on him as well <laughs> <laughs> It was like any roger that any kid my age it was like oh my god i've got a crush on them they're so cute oh <laughs> do
1: you want to know who seriously like i'm actually mortified now admitting this but look no notions yeah let's, let's be honest yeah 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 i kind of <laughs> oh get it out Why quick before you change this? your mind the turtles i was obsessed with the turtles <laughs>
0: The Teenage Mutant ones With the cartoon version And Shredder Which I Can I just, ask Which turtle Had you a in particular I was in love with the
1: concept Of the turtles I think it was Raphael Oh you actually Had a favourite I had a favourite turtle I'm going to test How much you actually like What was Raphael's weapon he was the red one he was red, and, he, he and what the little pokey the three the, the 3 leonardo was the inventor guy then he was kind of cool but i just i had this kind of like thing in my head like again i was like what 10 like yeah yeah, 9, yeah, 10. yeah 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 i didn't fancy them like yeah yeah want to get you wanted to be to april maybe wow well i yeah. did like and there was also yeah. oh, do you
0: remember captain planet oh yeah like that that was kind of around the same time
1: Yeah. yeah, Can you remember the theme tune for Captain Planet, He's a hero. Gonna gonna turn pollution down to zero. zero.
0: How about the Teenage Mutant? Do you want to give us a a verse on that one?
1: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Heroes in a half shell. Turtle Turtle power! power. (laughs) <laughs> See and
0: then they'll say and you couldn't do well in the leave cert. no how come you couldn't bring those memories forward but you can sing the teenage yes, isn't it, <laughs> isn't it it's funny it's so true yeah? it is so to true. my mum it's the same with songs I could learn a song off by heart and I remember mum saying you know all the words of those songs When it comes to your exams, if you could only apply yourself the same as you do to those. And then I was thinking, if if they they made made the exams, if they made an album, like had Beyonce singing all of our exam material, then I would get
1: straight A's. You'd literally get in. Literally rock it. Yes. Anyways, (laughs) that was a fun little trip down memory lane. Hanging out, there was another one. Oh yeah, my ultimate TV show of all time, Young Indiana Jones. Oh yes! Yes, you know I studied archaeology and I went on to become an archaeologist in a former life. Yeah? And I think everyone in my archaeology class was probably there because they were in love with Harrison Ford and I was mad about Harrison Ford, too. Don't get me wrong. I always yeah. thought he was amazing. Yeah. But it was only recently that I realized, actually, it was Sean Patrick Flannery from Young Indiana Jones. That was really what made dishy. me... Mm, yeah Very dishy. Obsessed. Actually, speaking of that previous... I used to write him fan mail. Did
0: you? <laughs> Did you <laughs> you <laughs> actually wrote it? Did you ever get a response? Sean
1: Patrick. I just think you're amazing, and I just want you to know that I know you're kind of like self-conscious about being famous and stuff. But I can be self-conscious too, you know. Oh my! Did you Seriously, get a response ever? to fight for myself, of course not. But they're supposed I... to normally acknowledge family. Oh, really? Yeah. No, 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 no. no, no. Oh, they, maybe they got vibes, Fiona. Yeah. Don't engage.
0: Free. Don't engage. <laughs> <laughs> she will be on a plane over to America little, looking for you.
1: <laughs> yeah, little Irish young one. Dear Sean Patrick, oh I love you. Oh my God! Yeah. I did. Th- did I write to Fat?
0: I think that I write to one of them. Anyway, very interesting. Actually, that you were an archaeologist, right? So, so like, what would be one of the most like highlighted digs? Is that what you call them? That you were ever on, or have you done any kind of like? Okay, anyone,
1: anyone who knows anything about archaeology will get this. Spoiler alert. Most people who don't know much about archaeology, their first reaction is, wow, you're an archaeologist. Yeah. Oh, you're an archaeologist. That's really interesting. And then when they actually discover the reality of what an Irish archaeologist does, their faces drop. <laughs> That's what you do? I and why? Was, what makes it not I as- was working at one stage for a company up in Clare. And I was doing a public relations course down in Cork. But I was working in Ennis on a bypass doing rescue archaeology. OK. And I had a friend living in Limerick and I used to come down on a Friday night and stay with my friend in Limerick. And then we used to go down really early on the Saturday morning to do the course down in UCC. And I remember one weekend coming and meeting my friend and all her friends in a bar. Oh, bars it was called. Oh, the yeah, 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 yeah and all of them all dolled up looking very fancy on the Friday night and all of them like they were still in their work clothes and looking all fancy full makeup and I kind of came in looking kind of mediocre because I'd been digging Yeah you're working, you know, are working yeah, and whatever and uh, Oh Archaeologist, that's so interesting. Wow, what do you do? And the the dig or whatever. And just at that moment, the news was on behind us and I said, oh, look, that's what I do there. And my friends who were working on a Cork City Viking excavation was pushing a wheelbarrow up this 45 degree angle up from a very, very mucky black pit. OK, and she was covered from head to toe in crap and she was trying to get this wheelbarrow full of crap out of a massive pit. And I said, that's what I do. And their faces dropped. OK, yeah. but obviously you're, it is you're not going Indiana through all Jones-like. That. Basically, what happens is in any area where they're talking about developing, there has to be an environmental impact statement. Mm-hmm. And as part of that statement, there has to be an archaeological assessment as well. Mm hmm. And then what they do first is they check the maps. Mm -hmm. So there are old maps of Ireland. And those old maps of Ireland were very well mapped out manually Mm -hmm. by these cartographers. And they actually marked out all the ancient sites. So that would be the first thing that you do is you look at the maps. Google Maps is amazing. Okay. Yeah, Google Maps. You can look on Google Maps and it will show you. So in an old field, you can see if there's any shadows on the ground that kind of looks like there might be a shape. That's a really good way of spotting as well. Oh, Okay. Yeah.
0: So let's just say you do. Sorry, this is going way down a path. I know we're going down a rabbit hole. But let's just say, okay, so very quickly, let's just say you find some items. What happens to the, who like traces them, what they are, what they were used for. Does it go into a museum?
1: Absolutely. It does. (laughs) Just to give you one example of a story, right? We were working in Galway. And we were taking this big pit. The guy that I was working with from Barcelona, Luis was his name, Senor Luis. But uh, he was very into it and it was an adventure working with him. So anyway, we're working away one day and I was supervising the site. There was a few Australian people working on the site as well. Luis got out of the pit and he got back into the pit. Just out of the corner of my eye, I could feel like there was something dramatic going on. He looked like Luigi from the Mario Brothers. He had one of those white hats and he got back into the pit again and he got back out of the pit again and then he took off his hat and he threw it down on the ground and started jumping up in the air and he shouted, Fiona, Fiona, come, come, look this. You need to see this. And I was like, what? What is this? Oh, my God. Went over anyway, had a look and he was after finding a bone comb from the medieval period oh wow and myself and Luis got very excited yeah. because it actually was a very special find because it was like there was decorations on it it wow. was like we got so excited yeah we were dancing around obviously not on the comb or near the comb but we were like oh my god this is amazing this is amazing we found something amazing and uh, one of the Australians came over there were like oh what did you find Mike and we were like oh we found this comb from the medieval period and it's really amazing and now it puts a context onto the whole site and, and your man's like oh yeah so a thousand years ago, somebody threw that comb into the pit and lost it. And now a thousand years later, you've found their bit of rubbish and you're all excited. Right. Oh,
0: <laughs> love the accents, by the way. Mic- you've covered Spanish and, <laughs> Spanish and Australian. Probably went
1: kind of... Oh, yeah. oh I, yeah, I actually
0: covered that on, on one of my shows about like, if you could just be wake up with one particular accent that you could change from your own for for the rest of your life. What would it be? i put down like Donegal or Australian. Oh, yeah. What would you pick?
1: Yeah, I love the Australian accent. Yeah, accents. it's so
0: oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> throw a shrimp on the barbie On that That's note really
1: <laughs> Is that really good? So you didn't come
0: the only problem is it all falls apart When you try and create a whole full sentence You, you turn didn't. into New Zealand I remember someone telling me If you want to say bacon in Jamaican You have to say a beer can Makes it Beer can Beer bacon. can bacon. Yes. Beer can <laughs> <laughs> that was so good okay well, well done. episode two we Yay! are done thank you so much for listening in again it's been lovely having the chats lovely. and lovely talking to you listening as well and we'll be back again with you next week for our brand new podcast